Welcome to A Piece of Mail's podcast, where I convey the voice of God through everyday life. It's the beginning of the week. Happy Monday, everybody. Not only is it the beginning of the week, but it is also the beginning of a new month. And I am always so excited to start a new month. Every month we have a prayer meeting to make sure we're seeking God for direction every month. So shout out to the Peace of Mail community. What's up, APOM? If you're a member and you're listening, what's up? We are growing every day and in every way. And if you are looking to be a part of a community of like-minded believers, join our community. You can do that by heading over to our Instagram page, APOM community, that's A-P-O-M community on IG, Click the link in our bio and press become a member. And oh, yes, that was a shameless, shameless plug, baby. <laughs> Let's go ahead into prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another month. We enter this month grateful. We thank you that we have life and life more abundantly. We bless this month of February. May this month be full of your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and unlimited blessings. We thank you that you've already supplied every need. You've already healed our bodies. You've already healed our minds and souls. Although we just entered this month, we thank you that we all ready have the victory no weapon formed against us shall prosper this month shall be prosperous we thank you for being our covering in jesus christ's name we pray amen can i just declare that february will be so good to us and you know what i've learned no matter how bad life gets there's still some good in it usually if someone has a challenging month where they're struggling receive some bad news or etc they cancel the month and you know we live in cancel culture so they will cancel the month they deem it as bad they want it to be over and they're just waiting for better days and what i I've learned is that in most challenging moments, there's treasure buried in it. So if you endure, if you overcome, you'll discover the treasure. So the challenging moment ended up working out in your favor anyway. So what the enemy meant for bad, God turned it around for your good. So no matter what, you will always be winning. And that's why I can't cancel anything. There's always a blessing in it. It just depends what you consider to be a blessing. Sometimes we're looking for what we consider to be a blessing. When we get what we want, how we want the situation to go, how we want the blessing to look, or we want to choose how God blesses us. And then we get disappointed when it doesn't happen that way. So what God sent to bless us, we reject because it's not what we wanted. But a blessing is not always tangible. The blessing could be you're still going after you had every reason to give up. The blessing could be you're in your right mind when you could have lost your mind. The blessing could be getting through one of the toughest seasons of your life when you fought every day just to get through the day. You know what I mean? Sometimes we want to be blessed one way and become ungrateful when God chooses to bless us in another way. Ooh, child, this is a heart check moment. 
Do you want to be in control of how God blesses you or what he blesses you with? Or do you trust God enough to bless you how he wants to bless you? Ooh, it's a word, baby. It's a word. (laughs) It's a word. Ask yourself that. Do I trust God enough to bless me how he wants to bless me and what he wants to bless me with? Or do I want to be God and tell him how I deserve, deserve to be blessed? Ooh, baby, this this is getting deep. Let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. Today, we're going to be talking about personable, excuse me, personal accountability. So really quickly, story time. About eight years ago, I was getting over my first heartbreak. It was bad, y'all. I was so hurt. I was broken and I was slowly falling into deep depression. And if it wasn't, if I wasn't depressed, I was on my way there. It was my first boyfriend, first love, first everything. So I know all my ladies feel me when I say that. Okay. It was honestly the most toxic relationship ever. But see, toxic didn't exist in my world back then. We didn't even use those kind of words where I'm from. It was really our norm, unfortunately. And things kept just getting worse. And I won't go into all of the details, but I was at my lowest, you know, from the lies, the disrespect, the manipulation. It really made me want to die. I was that broken. I was that hurt. I mean, I would take medication to help me sleep because the pain was unbearable. Then I started to have suicidal thoughts. I wanted to kill myself because I didn't know how to live through the pain I was feeling at the time. And through it all, I didn't know how to live through it, right? The pain was that unbearable. Like I didn't know how to live. So the only thing I wanted to do was die. And I know, um, you know, people may be surprised hearing that, but it's true. And I know a lot of you guys can even agree. Like sometimes as women, we've been to that point where you thought, would he love me better if I was dead? If Would he care if I was dead? I know I'm not the only one who had that thought, but that was honestly where I was. And I remember one day looking in the mirror and saying to myself, you cannot do this anymore. You cannot allow yourself to lose yourself because of this man. Like, what will you say to yourself in 10 years? Who can you blame for how you ended up? Him? You you can't blame him. You can only blame you for how you ended up because you are responsible for yourself. In that moment, I remember taking my life back into my hands. You know, I asked God to help me through it and he did. It was hard. I, you know, I had to do what I had to do to get over him. I had to delete everyone connected to him, block numbers. And that was honestly my, my coping mechanism. That's the way I chose to cope. That's the way that I chose to gain control back over my life, my happiness, my dignity, my future. You know, I had many challenges during that time, many bad days, but prayer really got me through that season and determination to really get up out of that dark space. I realized that the first step towards accountability is removing blame. 
We have the tendency to blame or put the responsibility on someone or something other than ourselves. And although people or things definitely play a role in what's going on, on in our lives, we can only be responsible for what we do with it. So even though I was going through this toxic relationship, I still had to take a step back and understand that I played a role in it as well. I understand life happens, things get ugly, and we are inconvenienced when things get thrown in our way or when life happens. So although we are affected We have a decision to place blame or become accountable for what we do and how we respond. And one thing that I've learned early on was I am responsible for my life, even though God is right. But speaking from, you know, a a perspective of being responsible right? I am responsible for my life. I'm responsible for what comes in and what comes out. I'm responsible for my actions, my achievements, etc. I adopted that mindset early on. And I used to look for people and things that I can place blame on, but I got tired of doing that. You know, every time I looked for someone or something to blame, I would always say to myself, but what did you do or what could you do? I always held myself responsible for my life. Going back to the relationship that I was in, you know, how could I continue to blame him for something that I allowed? We both played a part in it. It didn't matter how right I was. Um, I was wrong for placing the blame on someone when I did not have to be there. It was really my choice. You know what that blame turned into? It turned into an excuse. It was my excuse. I wasn't there against my own will. I was there because I didn't want to leave, but I stayed in place blame when all the while I just wanted an excuse not to leave. And I don't want to make this episode about a relationship, but I'm just giving you the background of how I adapted that mindset and how I really became accountable for my own life. Because after that day of me looking in the mirror saying, listen, you can't blame him for how you're going to be in 10 years. I began to put all of that energy into myself, into my goals, into my business. Not only did I become accountable for my relationship life, but really every aspect of my life for every goal, for everything that I would do and for everything that I wouldn't do. I became accountable for the things in my life. One of the hardest things to do is to hold yourself accountable because there's no one else to blame, really. If you look at it, when you hold yourself accountable, that really puts you in a hot seat to say, no matter what goes on, no matter who did what, what are you going to do? Because when you place yourself um, as the person who's accountable for your life, then you really cannot blame anybody for your life. Why? Because it is your life. Things happen to you um, or things happen, but, right, there's always that but, 
you are still accountable for how you respond and how you react. You still play a vital role. So although it's easy to play, place blame on why you couldn't accomplish your goal or why you know you had a hard life and why things are always so challenging for you or why you couldn't do this or why you couldn't do that, you cannot always blame things, people, places, inconveniences, or any of that. When you are holding yourself accountable, you are leaving less room for blame. You are leaving less room for excuses because in my mind, I thought no matter what happens, you cannot let this affect you. You cannot let this bring you down. So after that relationship, like I said, I applied that to every aspect of my life. And now I become accountable for everything that moves in and out. I'm accountable for every distraction. How can I get mad at a distraction when it's doing what it's supposed to do, which is to be a distraction? How can I get mad when I got off course? When nobody should be making me get out of off of course. Why? Because I'm responsible on whether I'm on course or not. How can I get upset when I am not sticking to what I say I'm going to do? Why am I upset with myself? Because I'm inconsistent when I had the choice to be consistent. So a lot of times accountability is really a choice. Are you going to make it happen? Are you going to take control of your life or are you going to allow blame and excuses to come in? And so, as I stated a little bit earlier, blame becomes an excuse when you start to place blame, because then you take the responsibility off of yourself and you put it on somebody else. And so when we are talking about personal accountability, that means you are responsible for yourself. You are responsible for the person. You are responsible for your life. And a lot of times we don't like taking accountability for the roles that we played, whether it be a relationship, goals, your job, what you did or did not do. We don't like taking accountability. It's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and see where you made a mistake, what you did wrong, what you could have, what you could have done better. Personal accountability takes a mature person to be honest, to own their stuff. Where did I go wrong? What mistake did I make? I knew better. I shouldn't have done that. Next time I need to do that. Next time I need to do this. Personal accountability is not for the weak. It's really for mature people who are ready to own their lives, who are ready to own where they're headed, to, to really own their life. <laughs> I'm trying to find more words, but that's what accountability is. That is for the people who are ready to be mature and take control over their life and not allow blame or excuses to 
get in the way, but to take control of their life. And so personal accountability is not always easy, but I tell you, we have to develop that discipline or excuse me, that practice to become accountable. Am I responsible for what's going on in my life right now? Am I responsible for how I'm being treated? Am I responsible for this goal not being achieved? Am I responsible for, you know, this pile of laundry still being here? Am I responsible for what's going on? Personal accountability allows you to measure where you are, what you're doing. It, it keeps you out of harm's way. It keeps you in alignment with your morals, your goals, you know, your thoughts. It keeps you in perspective. It keeps you responsible for what's going on in your life. And so when you are accountable or holding yourself accountable, you are giving yourself higher standards to live up to. That means you know what you should be doing, what you should not be doing. Um, you know how to stay on course, how to stay on track. You know what should be in, what should be out. You know who to entertain, not to entertain. Why? Because whatever you see right now is a result of a decision that you made. And if you don't like it, guess what? You are the blame. You did it to yourself, not Peter, not Tom, not Shaniqua, not Amika, not Amila. Nobody is responsible, not your mama, not your daddy, not your sister, not your bills, not your boss. No one is responsible for that. You are. So my charge for this week is that you become responsible for yourself. You hold yourself accountable for everything that comes in and out of your life. Why? Because personal accountability is mature. And maturity proves that we are growing, we are evolving, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Think about it. How are you holding yourself accountable? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now, Lord God, for the person who's listening to this podcast. Father, I pray right now that they were touched. I pray right now, Lord God, that they resonated so much with this podcast that right now they are thinking, Lord God, how can I become more accountable for the things that go on in my life? Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that today will be a new day, Lord God, for them, that they will begin to look at their life as a prized possession and they will begin to take their lives serious and everything that comes in and out of their life. God, remove the blame, remove, Father God, the excuses so that they can see themselves. And I don't know why I feel led to say this. I'm not saying that people are wrong for how they did you or what they did to you. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is you can always change who people are, but you can definitely change who you are. So Father God, I pray right now that they will receive the apology that they never got or Lord God, that they will forgive themselves. I even just come against the spirit of shame, regret, Lord God, or even anger for them feeling like they let themselves down because they knew better. They could have done better, Lord God, but they didn't. But we serve a forgiving God. And so I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they will receive 
excuse me, that they will receive your forgiveness, they, that, that they will receive your love. So, Father God, I pray right now, Lord God, that as we grow and evolve, that we grow and evolve in the most beautiful ways, starting with personal accountability. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope that blessed you all on today. We're going to be back same time, same place. Again, it just depends on when you press play next Monday. God bless you. Bye-bye.